This episode is sponsored by Caddyshack Bistro, your favorite new watering hole. Located next to Crust Pizza Company on Spring Cypress and Champions Forest Drive in Spring, Texas. A place where dreams come true. The finest spirits, wine, and tasty food. It's where the locals go. Use code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your next order. Ready, Chris? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Front Row Negative, the podcast. We are back after a little bit of a hiatus. We took some time off to recuperate from doing nothing, but we are back. And uh, thanks for joining. I'm Aaron, and I'm joined by My that boy. Yes, sir. That boy. Here comes that boy, Chris. Here comes that. But you're not a frog. Uh, I mean, sometimes I feel froggy, man. You got to jump every now and then, right? You feel, yeah, you, you almost felt froggy, uh, you know, this past weekend whenever we watched uh, Mania. But we'll save that for a, for a later episode. So, <laughs> but, but there were no unicycles, though. There, you didn't have any unicycles. No, I was too busy cooking stuff on the grill. You know that, buddy. I had yeah. no time for my my unicycle, man. It was delicious burgers and booty Thank and balls. You. Very good. So we're joined today by a guest. We got a guy that's local to Houston. Uh, he's pretty prevalent in the what you call the Houston horror community. Uh, I found him by way of somebody else who, I guess, tagged me in something, and I couldn't see the tag until I joined the group. So uh, I joined it. It's pretty great. And uh, he's also uh, he, he's creating something that's here in Houston that we've kind of seen before, like a promotional work for. But we'll we'll, we'll let him talk all about that if, after we introduce introduce him. And we've got a uh, Joe Denton on the you know with us today. So how are you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I'm really happy to be here. So thank you guys for having me today. Oh, no problem. Like, yeah, thanks for uh, of course, you of know, course. giving us uh, your time to do all this. You bet. Do it, yeah. So, Houston Horror Fest. I have to ask about that. You know that that, that is that is that your love child? Is that is that your baby? You know. What oh no that? no no! This this uh man, it's it's uh it's it's ran by uh, Tony Rodriguez. It's ran by uh, Scott Fontenot. Um, mm-hmm. uh, th- those are the those are the guys that run that. They're, they uh that's their baby. You know oh, that's I, their I'm, baby. I'm oh, okay. Friend. Yeah, I'm good friends with all of those guys. Um. I, I helped them a lot with social media on it. And, uh, you know, uh, back in, you know, I think 2019, we, we'd all be talking about it. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to help. I wanted to help in any way I could. So uh, I, I started the Houston Horror Community and uh, just trying to build a, a, a more of a, you know, uh, a, a, you know, a horror community here in Houston. It, it, was, it had been lacking for so many years and now it seems to be really coming together it's pretty amazing to watch well i I know that you know for the last almost i want to say like maybe over a decade uh when you think like a horror community in texas dallas is the first one that comes to mind due to texas frightmare texas frightmare has kind of taken over the texas horror convention scene for a long time and i know i started going to that in 2008 and I went probably about six or seven times uh, since. 
and I and uh, I know I, I brought Chris along once or twice to that show. How many times has it been? Once or twice? Uh, I think twice so far. Yeah. Uh, and then like COVID and bullshit like that. So you know. yeah, that that got yeah, they haven't been since 2019. So, um, but you know that was kind of like you know our yearly trip or my yearly trip was to go to that just to enjoy the whole thing of it. Absolutely, and, amazing and show. You, yes, mm-hmm. very crowded, very crowded, very crowded. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're claustrophobic, or you do have the fear of being in large groups of people. Um, you will get a little overwhelmed because of how close people get. And I think on top of that, with the bad cell reception at that convention, it just oh, makes it even man, worse. It's awful. It, it's, it's, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the great. Even, even if you're free roaming, it's not great at all. It's really not. Will you be attending this year? I honestly, I will not be doing this year. Um, I know last year, or I'll take it back in 2020, when they canceled it, it rolled over to 2021. And if you couldn't make 2021, it rolled over to this year. You were able, you were able to get that final rollover for your room and for your tickets to this year. That's and right, yeah. I gave my tickets away, but for some reason, the room wasn't needed. So then I, I want to say in beginning of January, I got the notification, hey, your room's still for you. And I had to go and uh, officially cancel my room uh, to get it, to get me out of it because I wasn't going to be able to go anyways. Right, right. I want to I go, but I can't. I, I, the I best be ways to. to go is to stay at the host hotel, you know. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. <laughs> and stay on the, try to stay on the, fir- the, the lowest floor you can because mm. those elevators get crowded. Crazy. <laughs> those elevators, those elevators get a uh, always so crowded. But ha- but how like how many how many of those have you gone to to TFWs? To uh, the Texas Frightmare, I've actually yeah. been to two. I think it was 2019 and 2021. Oh wow! So you went recently then? Yeah, yeah. I've been to the last two shows they've had on, and um, I'm I'll be going at the end of the month too. Oh, nice, nice, cool. Yeah, well, like for us, well, you know, for the the even the comic book fans. Texas Frightmare has always had the curse of falling on free comic book day. Okay. Yes. And if you're a comic book fan, you've got to choose either wake up early, go wait in line for your free comics, or you go to Texas Frightmare weekend and enjoy that whole thing. And hopefully able to score some of those free comics for a decent price on eBay. So <laughs> that, that's kind of always been the curse uh, for comic fans who are also horror fans. So absolutely. Definitely. So, so what guests have you met like in the past at Texas Frightmare? At Frightmare, uh, yeah. man, so many. Um, or, or, or like, or, or, or who are your favorites that you've met there? Like, you know, your top three or top uh, two. Well, um, R.A. Mailhoff, he dude, that guy was so fun to hang out awesome. with. You know, he, at the show afterward, he likes to drink his whiskey. He's he's fun yeah. to hang out with afterward. Um, so many stories. Um, looking forward to meeting <laughs> Matthew Lillard. I've actually never met him, so I'll be I'll be meeting him this year. Um, okay, Zoinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i can't help myself man he's he's awesome it's just i you know i have a soft spot for he, he's been movies. he's been there he's been there several times and he's always he, i always see the like the reviews that he's always a super nice guy mm-hmm. he makes time for everyone he talks to everybody yep. he is one of the most uh i guess fan servicing celebrities that they've had Absolutely. funny enough funny enough the the second most you know person that they've had here have there 
is also from the Scream series, and that's David Arquette. He's always been super, fa- you know, fan friendly. He'll go out of his way to talk to everybody, give them hugs, high five them, do whatever you know to make the send the, the fan home happy. So yeah, it's funny that those two from Scream, but ma- but mainly Matthew Lillard has always gotten the that reception of being super fan friendly. So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I look forward to meeting him. Felissa Rose. How about Felissa Rose? That lady right there. I mean, she's been doing some Texas shows here for uh, over the last couple of years. And oh, yeah, that lady she, right there. She's been she's been everywhere in the last six years. I want to say I've seen mm-hmm. her everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she does the face. She has the pose of the face. If you don't know who Felissa Rose is, um, <laughs> you've seen Sleepaway Camp. That's who it is. Yeah. Because there, there are some people who still haven't seen that movie, even though it's been out for ever. Yeah, she's that and, lady from that part of that movie. Yes, but the face, the, the ending scene with the face, and she does that face with the picture poses. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's always a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, she, I, I, I've never actually met her. I've, I've seen her table. I've seen, you know, I've passed by and I've said, I waved hi. But I've never paid to, I guess, meet her or anything yet. Oh, man, I recommend it. She's a sweetheart. Plus, so. she's easy on the eyes, man. That's a... Uh, <laughs> still is, still is. You know, I'm just saying... I mean, I think it's worth noting. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, just <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's that's fun to hang out with too. That's, that's awesome. That, that that that's that's awesome. But yeah, Texas at least it's cool when you meet through people that you like at those cons and stuff like that. And then, like you like you said, you get a chance to hang out with them on a personal level, and they end up being like real just down to earth and level heads. You're like, man, all my preconceived notions have been shattered. You know? <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Oh, well, one of the best times at Texas Frightmare was when they had the last time they had David Arquette there. Because if you went to the prom or the party, the dance party after Saturday night, David Arquette was there and he bought everybody around drinks. Yeah. He wanted to party. He wanted to party. He is a party animal. He is. And then he went outside and started bumming cigarettes off everybody outside smoking, too. So it was even it was even better. (laughs) And and the funniest part was that he went to somebody. He went up to somebody. He goes, "Hey, can I buy him a cigarette?" And the guy gives him a cigarette. He goes, "He goes, what is this? This is menthols." And he hands it back to the guy and goes to somebody else. That's another cigarette. <laughs> oh, Funny God. guy. Just, yeah, totally. Super great guy. Super great guy. But yeah, uh, that's that's awesome to hear that that uh, they're going to go at the end of this month to Texas Farmer because that one's always. Oh, I'm, been... I'm excited. It's always fun. Yes, uh, man. One of the best things about that convention is that you could drink on the floor. You could walk around with your beer, and it is the best feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the best. You can also do that at Houston Horror Film Festival. You can? <laughs> that, okay. You know, it's not like, frowned well, upon. It's not, it's not frowned upon. upon. That's good, because sometimes you need to have that to deal with, you know, if there's any odor in the air due to other horror fans who are walking around. <laughs> you definitely need that beer in your hand to to kind of get past that. I know, uh, I know. <laughs> so, Especially a weekend long con. Yes, those smells start coming out sooner or later. You kidding, man? So, so you said you've been helping out with Houston Horror Film Fest. How long have you been helping out with? Like, is this like will this be your third year? This will be your fourth? I, year? I've been I've been with uh, been helping behind the scenes with them since uh, 2019. Wow, I don't. Okay. I, I don't. When I'm there, I don't wear a staff shirt or anything like that. I, I'm a, those. Those guys are just my family. I, I do whatever okay. they need me to do. I've, I I volunteered to help with the uh, the uh, you know on their uh, their Facebook fan group, uh, Houston yes. Horror Film Festival official Facebook group, and um, 
volunteered to start Houston Horror Community and uh, okay. see how well that went. And it, it was really slow at first, you know, as, and, and to be expected. Yeah. And, um, you know, and it, it's, it's gained its ground. We're about to hit uh, a thousand members and that's going to be a milestone for us. Uh, Houston Horror Film Festival official group is well over 2000 uh, people. It's, it's doing really well. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. It's fun. So have you have you had a favorite guest there that like, like that you've always wanted to meet or has that grail uh, not been hit yet? Um, yeah, you know, it's just uh, it's just it's it can be overwhelming just, you know, to be uh, just to get to see and meet everybody. And um, the guys I know, Tony and Scott, you know, they're 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 so good to me. You know, after the shows, mm-hmm. we are we're, uh, you know, when it all shuts down, we're we're hanging out and you know having a good time and uh, hanging with the celebrities. It's it, it's amazing. I'm a lucky okay. guy to be friends with these guys. That's awesome. Have they ever? Awesome. Have you ever had the opportunity to like go to the airport and pick some of the about pick up some of the talent and stuff in the airport and stuff like that? Uh, Scott has asked me to once before. Unfortunately, I was working at the time and I was oh, wasn't man. able to do it for him. I would have totally done that. It was funny because uh, I had sure, a friend yeah. of mine back in the day that. Uh, was working for Calling Palooza, and he was asked to pick up a wrestler uh, fan, a wrestler from the airport, and so he did that. And when he picked up said wrestler, first thing the wrestler asked him was like, "Hey, man, we're gonna get some pot in this town." <laughs> <laughs> for sure, yeah, yeah. And we, the funny we, thing we, is, we the guy he asked, too. the guy he asked, off-duty police officer. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Let's just put it this way: the guy who asked for the uh, the wrestler who asked for the pot was the best there is at what he does. So put it that way. Yeah, I know who you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> hey, it's it's that that's wow. Listen, man, pain management's a thing. You know what I mean? Come on, Absolutely. At this point, at this point, why are we even? It's it's a tax thing. It's, it's all it is. It's just a tax thing. A tax thing. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, KFC somewhere, right? Right, man. Right. There's, there's there's always a KFC somewhere, hopefully. For sure. <laughs> so so like so what guest? Okay, like okay, so if you're gonna book like book the guest yourself, is there one guest that you want to bring in that that has not made it to Houston yet? Uh oh yeah, of course. Uh, there's there's a lot of people on uh I think on um on Scott's mind, on Tony's mm-hmm. mind, and on Troy's mind, Troy Escamilla. Uh, yeah. For me, yeah, me, I, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, uh, God, I went blank. Um, <laughs> American Horror Story. I would, I mean, I, I love collecting autographs from American Horror Story. And so okay. I want to bring in as many of those people as I can possibly, you know, I, all I can do is request it and see what happens. But okay. So still has a big following, man. Oh man, I love that show. Oh yeah, that that show that show is never gonna that show is not gonna go anywhere. It, it's it's got a giant following. It's it's I mean, it's one of I think it's Warner Brothers that owns it, or I forget who owns it. Oh, but I know, you know it, honestly, I don't know who owns it. But uh, I do know that they, I see a ton of merch of uh, of American Horror Stories. So for sure, yeah, it's, it's it's always you know a popular, super popular thing. I know the one, the series with uh, Lady Gaga, and then what they had, Aliens versus Vampires, recently. Yeah. So, it's it's always you know, like super, you know, just popular with that. Uh, but yeah, like any, any like any particular season from that series, or just oh, I, I love the first se- season. The second season was really dark. It was called Asylum. Yes. Um, 
wasn't a big fan of it the first time I saw it going back and watching it as a horror fan, you know, after some years had passed, uh, I really saw how dark it really was and mm -hmm. uh, kind of blew my mind. It's um, that's definitely one of my favorite seasons. Awesome. That that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, I, I guess one of the no, that's not, no, go ahead. Cause I, I have, I started watching the first season of American Horror Story and I couldn't get into it. I tried mm -hmm. and I kind of gave up on it. Uh, so yeah, I got you. I got you. I tried. I really try. I try yeah. to give everything yeah, yeah. a chance. I try to give everything a chance. Uh, and maybe I'll go back to it to try it again, because honestly I had to do that with Sons of Anarchy and that became one of my favorites. So Very true. Yeah. I, sometimes I got to go, go back and revisit something to see if it was good. Like the witch. I don't know oh, how yeah. you guys feel about the witch. I, I did not like that movie when I first saw it. And mm -hmm. I decided, you know, a few years later to go back and revisit The Witch. And uh -huh. that movie is amazing. That movie is yes. dark. I, I yes. like dark. I like dark. And uh, <laughs> that one that one had it all, man. It was uh, There's a lot of uh, under, undertones in that movie that yes. a lot of people miss. And I think that's why it's, yeah. it's, you know, frowned upon in the horror community so much. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I didn't really pick up on either because I think – uh, that was one of the first A24 films, wasn't it? One of the first ones that came, one of their first yep, heavy, yeah. heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, I think I think we I think a lot of people had a, pre, a lot of preconceived notions about what it would be because you're thinking mm -hmm. like, oh, it's Puritan outcast and things. So we're going to see some really weird satanic shit. Uh, I think what made that film good for me. And I'm sorry, I know I'm just I'm I'm. By the way, Joe, <laughs> I'm the bottom mouth of this podcast. So when we we go off the rails, it's like 99.9 percent .9 my fault. So here we go. <laughs> Um, I didn't know what to expect when I first watched it because, uh, I was thinking, okay, well, you know, horror movies go through these, uh, swings of different, um, feels, you know, uh, we have, we're, we're, I think we're still recovering from jump scare, uh, just jump scare apocalypse right now, you know, and yep. how many movies can you have the, the Warrens in? Like, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sick of the same old shit yeah. every, right. you know, so when this movie came out, I was like, okay, well, my expectations are low. So if you can't be uh, disappointed, if you're already disappointed when you walk in, but watching it at home, it was way different because it really speaks to the idea of what you don't see, or it, it, it's and plus it's really much, very much a psychological horror because it, it, it uses your imagination against you. I like that about that movie and a lot of the movies that A24 does. Like, what was that one with the sheep, uh, the yeah. half baby, half sheep person? Oh, uh, lamb. lamb, lamb. That's another okay. one that fucked my head up because I was. I, like, I was thinking oh, I was thinking a play different movie. I thought you were talking about Black Sheep, the horror version. Ah, of Black Sheep. I haven't seen oh, Lamb no. yet. Lamb's interesting, man. But um, I'm you know, a big fan of A24, though. Hey, I mean, you know, they're doing different stuff. They're doing different yeah, stuff. I think they did the Green stuff. Knight, right? And yeah, so Green we're Knight. getting we're getting you know something unique, and different, and I'm, I'm I'm all for that. Um, but anyway, I, my point was, and I think I've gone on record as saying before. Uh, the things that scare me the most uh, as a, a fan of horror are the things that I don't see. Uh, yes. If you leave me to my imagination, you leave me to my own, you, you get make me get in my own head, then I'm going to fuck myself worse fuck myself up worse than any blood splatter or shock value death scene you could possibly show me. Right, so, right. That's true. And um, uh, which the, the witch did that for me. I, was pretty, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I think the witch is the witch was really done. I mean, when I went my first I guess uh, vision of the witch. Your first, when I first, before I saw the movie, I knew about the witch as a, as a movie. And my first indication of it is that me and another friend went to Mondo Fest or Mondo Con, and 
they were like re-releasing like a whole bunch of uh like witch mondo prints that looked amazing that they I and mean, they looked so good and i'm like okay that looks cool i'm probably not gonna see it i'm, I'm not bad i'm not into the, the witchcraft type movies and that's not my thing but then i kept hearing people talk about how good it was and how you know it's visually good it's visually good so i watched it and i started what you know i got into it and i you know was 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 enjoying it about you know the puritan life and everything but I think the ending scene, whenever what you think is going to happen, something completely different happens, mm-hmm. and there's that twist. I'm like, okay, wasn't I expecting that? I like that. This mm-hmm. is a good movie. I I like The Witch. I thought it was great. Yeah, I agree, hundred so, percent. It was really good. Did you guys catch the uh, what happened? Uh, spoiler alert! I don't know if I can do that here. You could do that here. That movie's old. Um, spoiler alert on the witch um did you guys catch what happened with that with the baby that went disappearing in the in the beginning no what happened to that okay you know how it went disappearing and then you really really didn't see much about it later yeah you saw you saw that witch in the woods and she had a bowl and she was mushing up this stuff in the bowl yeah like yeah that's the baby right that was yeah yeah she mushed it up and here's here's a dark part about that is roger eggers really went uh and did his uh his research on um actual witchcraft like dark witchcraft and um there there's a spell that if you were to take and crush up the flesh of bait of the of a baby and its bones and rub rub its uh rub the contents all over your body that's what will make you lift the ground when you get when you and you can fly on a broom see they, it was a uh, really kind of interesting in that point oh. i don't know i think a lot of people missed that but uh yeah i missed that I definitely missed that part it's pretty gross, but yeah, uh, so it's pretty it's, fucked uh, up invocation. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, his, his, sure. his sister was like, "I will wear my brother, and I can fly away." <laughs> yeah, I definitely missed that, but I but that opening with that scene was also used in the opening for Lords of Salem, where yes. they where where they did that as well. But the difference is, I guess, context and it's context for the story versus shock value for the story, and right. I remember reading. I remember reading Lords of Salem, Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem, and reading that. I'm like, okay, this is a shocking opening, and then it had nothing to do with the rest of the story. That was it. It was just a shock value read that got you into the book, and then nothing else happened. Gotcha. Versus gotcha. the witch, as you're saying, it plays a pivotal role because I remember when that happened. I'm like, okay, this is part of the dark Salem's and everything. So definitely yeah. a bigger meaning for it to happen in that in that movie for yeah for that one but yeah the witch i I thought it was great i thought it was real well done i think one of the things that that i think the one thing that really hurt it was around the same time you had vin diesel's last of the witch hunters that came out around the same time which i think people got confused with that because very forgettable movie yes because (laughs) yeah because you had people who whenever asked them like hey how was the witch and they're like which one? I'm like, you know, like the one with Black Phillip. I'm like, oh, the one with Vin Diesel? No, the one with Black Phillip. And <laughs> so, yeah, it, it was bad timing, bad timing. It's like, yeah, it's like Bugs sure, Life and sure. like Bugs Life and Ants came out at the same time. <laughs> so, just it wasn't good. But, but yeah, I think The Witch is a very good horror movie, very underrated, um, at what it visually brought. Lords of Salem, however visually stunning shot is a trashly directed movie it just it 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 wasn't well done and i've gone on this show and other forums several times i believe that lords of salem 
was Rob Zombie's love letter to his wife for her to give him a blowjob. <laughs> because if you read the book, he paints himself, he describes the priest in the book as himself. And several times in the book, he has his wife's character give the priest a blowjob for no reason other than to make her wake up from a bad dream. It is very gotcha, dumb. Gotcha. Very you dumb. know, when I first saw that movie, it was the biggest letdown because I I, I didn't know <laughs> what to expect. And yeah. um, I actually actually revisited it a couple months ago and um, I liked it a little bit better. It wasn't, it, you know, man, I love D. Wallace. You know, there, yeah. there's some great actors and actresses in there, but uh, it's just badly written. It, it really wasn't there for me so much. I mean, it's visually stunning. The the lighting effects and the atmosphere is good. Well, sure, yeah. But the 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 story, the way they directed it, the the editing, it's just not. It feels rushed, just like the book, because the book was getting good until the until the last two chapters, and then it feels just rushed. It just right. feels really rushed, and you don't get much of anything out of it. And sadly, that's part of Rob Zombie's writing ability is that he he wants to get to a point. And then he has to wrap it up, and he doesn't know how to do it. He just kind of speeds through it. It's like he just went through and marked B for every answer on his test on the last yeah. part. But, uh, yeah, but yeah, The Witch, really well done. Lords of Salem. Two We're different levels again. there. Two different levels. Yeah, for sure. So what so what are your, what are other some of your, your favorite horror movies? Like what like what's like what what, what what's your top five? And well, and no anybody order, that, no, anybody no that knows me knows that my uh, what what got me into it was uh, uh, Poltergeist. Uh, that was that was my first taste of fear as a kid, and that kind of and that kind of brought me into it. Oh and, yeah, the clown, the clown. Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You're you're the owner of the clown, right? Yeah, I own the Poltergeist clown. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Nick's Christine Nick's uh, always lets me know. Oh yeah, Joe didn't do the clown. <laughs> yeah, they did a heck of a job on it. I actually have a. Uh, I have a second one being built right now. It's just don't shh, everybody. Okay. Everybody listening. Don't say nothing, but uh, yeah, I got a screen <laughs> accurate one uh, being built right now. Um, hopefully it'll debut at Houston horror film festival. We'll see, you know, um, awesome. Yeah. I thought so you were we, we have one that I've seen pictures of was the real one. I was like, Holy crap. Yeah, I thought that, that was thing? the real one. Yeah. I thought that was a good replica of that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually, uh, quite a bit larger than the original. This one was seven feet tall. It was actually amazing last year at Houston Horror Film Festival, working with Oliver Robbins and uh, mm -hmm. letting the, uh, bringing the clown to, you know, that really, uh, he loved it. He loved having the clown there. It was, he felt like it was his co-star, you know. Uh, I still talk That's to him awesome. today, you know. He'd like to meet up with me again and do some more shows down the line and be a lot of fun. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that, and because because Nix would share, she would share that all over the place about the clown, and I'm like, man, that that's awesome. You know, I'm I'm glad that uh, that was made because that thing looks amazing. Like, yeah, it it, is a, it, it, it looks great. It, it looks. It really stares good. at me every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, where do you keep that thing in your house? <laughs> it's huge, man. It's seven foot tall. Yeah, it sits in the oh, corner of my room. <laughs> Hopefully, I don't we'll see that, or bed. you got a big ass bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Poltergeist is, is 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 the first part of your uh, your top five, and that's when they got you into it. So and mm -hmm. that's a, that's a, and that's a good one. That's a good movie to get into it too, because that's uh, for, well for sure. Because I mean, it was uh, what 1984. Um, yeah, 80s. it was rated PG, but I mean, if it was rated on today's standards, 
that <laughs> PG wouldn't fly. Um, oh no! Yeah. Oh no! That movie Way was different. scary um, in its time, and I still think it holds up pretty well in most aspects. Um, Toby, it, it really does. You know, Steven Spielberg, and yeah, um, yeah. That that was the first film that that uh, introduced. You know, I, I I was actually I was scared. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was amazing. But how old? I'm hooked. (laughs) About how old were you when you saw it? Uh, I was born in 1978, so I was six when it came out. I probably saw it when I was about seven, seven and a half. Okay. Wow, that's 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 young for that one. I mean, I watched, I went through all three movies last year because I because I never I never saw part three. I vaguely remember part two, but I've I've watched part one here and there over the last few years. Um, but I went through and watched all three of them last wow. year, and and I just like it was like, man, this is PG, Pizza know, Hut, right? you know, Pizza Hut and the picture of beer, and then <laughs> you know, Poltergeist, man, it's just those are the times. Those are the Third times. Game, man, yeah, for yeah. sure, man. And I, man, I just props to Poltergeist too. That was a hell of a sequel. Oh yeah, that one definitely was. Oh, yeah. That one definitely was. I mean, I mean, you had a Craig T. Nelson in there, you know, as the mm-hmm. dad. Uh, who, who would later go on to be man. Mr. Incredible? Oh, the old man. Uh, that guy's scary. Creepy old bastard. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He was pretty creepy. He was pretty creepy. There's a, yeah. uh, there's a, there's a, uh, an urban myth. I don't know how true it is, but like I know over in the Crosby area here, not too far from Houston, supposedly that's where the real house is, but you never know. That I mean, is correct. I've is been really to go visit over there. Oh, wow. You know, it was um, in the movie. To, to go on what you're talking about on the movie it was uh it was a what was it um it was the houses were buried over a cemetery and everything like that yeah. and in actuality um where in online it says where stephen king got the idea or not stephen spielberg got the idea to do the movie is right outside of houston by crosby and um uh, story about this uh, where um, they built some houses over um, the graves of um, it was a, a slave graveyard and um, mm-hmm. they didn't move the graves and um, it's very interesting actually if I, I highly recommend it if anybody's listening if you uh, mm-hmm. look up the true story or the the backstory of poltergeist it's a very interesting read well, I know What's crazy is my. Uh, I'm sorry, just real quick. I just want to interject. And I, I know it's my job, and, and I'm. I apologize <laughs> sincerely, but no, you don't. My, my, no, I don't. My goddaughter, <laughs> uh, she lives in that neighborhood. My one of my best friends from when I was growing up. They live in that. They literally live in that neighborhood. In wow. Yeah. So cool. anytime we're over there, I always told my wife, like, "Hey, you want to go see the poltergeist house?" She's like, "No, <laughs> don't drive by there." God. <laughs> <laughs> I've always meant to drive by there. I should bring the clown with me. Do it. Yeah, take some pictures out of her. (laughs) No, I I was just going to say that um, there's a documentary series on Shudder called Kurt that talks about the the movie curses, like the cursed movies and stuff. Yeah. And Poltergeist, and they talk about Poltergeist a lot on there. Um, And I remember hearing about that and reading the curses for it, you know, along with the little girl that died, the sports poster in the background that came true, you know, all that stuff, you know, all the, the. situations with that movie is on that that shutter documentary which is amazing so yeah that yeah the the fact that it's outside of houston that that area where it doesn't that was the inspiration mm-hmm. that's just so odd it makes you that just begs another question what the hell was steven silver doing in crosby you know 
Hey, it's phony. Yeah, I, I don't think he was in Crosby. <laughs> I just think he heard about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Well, so maybe like he was. Out. I don't know. And, you know. Well, the, well here's the question. Locations well, then, or whatever. Here's the question. Then, did you watch the remake? <clears throat> the biggest letdown, man. <laughs> I've, I've yeah. seen a lot of terrible remakes, but I mean, I, I really, I, that, I'm, I'm done with that one. That one was. I'm such think, a big, of the, a big, of, big fan of the first one. I, I just can't do yeah. that one. I think what got me was when they did the drone through the portal. Like that <laughs> yeah. did not need to be shown. Keep the mystery. Right. You don't need to explain everything. Keep the mystery. That that's for sure. That's what, uh, that's the curse of modern horror, man. They want they hold yeah. your hand through everything. It's like give me some fucking credit. Like I mean, they have to. Well, I knew it was going to be a letdown before it came out when they announced that it was going to be PG-13. I was like, well, well we, we missed the mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, yeah, I, yeah, I feel you on that one. So what are your other favorites? What, what are some of your other favorites? My other uh, big fan of Friday the 13th fran- franchise. Um, I know. Okay, a lot okay. Of... Wait, hold on. With, with Friday the 13th, I have to ask, I have to ask this question. Go because in, in every fandom horror group, there's always team this versus team that for Friday the 13th. Roy, good or bad? Are you team Roy or team no Roy? Five. I love part five. It was a good break in between the whole storyline. Um, yeah, Roy was amazing. Tom I thought Roy was great. All right. I thought I thought Friday the part five was something that needed to be done. I enjoyed it. Um, what, what I've really talked about, uh, is like, you know, him being a break, uh, was well done. Now was the surprise and was the red herring of Roy throughout the whole show done well? No, because they, you only see him for like a blink in the very beginning and then that's it. Uh, no, <laughs> I agree hundred percent on that. Uh, the first time I, the first few times I saw it, I, was, I mean, especially the first time I was so confused. I was like, huh? But, yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, watching it nowadays, I don't know. Just I don't know. Probably just because I'm I'm a big fan. I just I just, I just enjoy them all. Uh, most most actually not all. Most but, of them. Uh, <laughs> most of them. <laughs> uh, I know a lot of there's a lot of big fans of Halloween out there, and um, yeah. rightfully so. It's a pretty uh, pretty awesome franchise out there, and it's a uh, uh, well, it's I, a I, milestone, I, you know, as uh, for Michael Myers as far as uh, being a slasher, he's one of the originals. Um, He's just yeah. not one of my favorites, and I'm well, sorry really? to anybody listening. Well, no, well, no, that that's fine because I think within the last five years, it's the Halloween fandom is really strange and really kind of twisted because you'll have people who love everything Michael Myers. It's great, sure, but they love all of them, but they hate Part Three. They have ones <laughs> that love only the Rob Zombie remakes. They have people who only love parts one, two, and three. And then for some reason, six H two O and Resurrection, and then you have other people who just like one, two, and then the the last two movies that just came out, the twenty eighteen right. and uh, Kills. So it's got a wild storyline. It does. Oh, the, oh, Halloween has a wild storyline and a wild timeline, but it's mm-hmm. got nothing on the Godzilla timeline. Don't even <laughs> okay, try to I'm follow sure. that. <laughs> Don't even try to follow the thirty five <laughs> movie plus series. You can't. It's it's confusing. Yeah. But with Halloween, you got so you got a lot of passionate fandom in that series, but a lot of crazy people who don't know what they're talking about sometimes with, with that with yeah, that series. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it's it's, it's 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 just it's a lot of fun. But I love the shirts. I, lo- I love the Halloween shirts. Yeah, so. me too. And to reiterate, <laughs> I, 
I'm not I'm not like a not of a, a fan of Halloween. He's just one mm-hmm. of my least favorite slashers. Yes. I am a big fan of uh, Halloween 1978. I love I loved uh, the part two, the mm-hmm. fan of part three. Um, yeah. Those are awesome movies. Just just not my favorite. I I feel you on that. I, I definitely I, I enjoy the Halloween, the first three movies and even the one with Paul Rudd. I enjoy that one, too. But some of those movies are just out of bounds, and I don't know what is happening, even when I rewatch them half the time, just because right, of right. what they were throwing at the wall to try to make stick. And it's just, they happen. Yeah, what was the Paul Rudd one with the tattoo of the clan or whatever? The the, 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 the clan they were, they were trying to push as a, uh, like a group or whatever? The cult, yeah. Yeah, the it's, cult. I'm sorry, yeah. What was the, what was the, cult, the, cult, the cult called? Oh, I can't think of the name right now. It's it's the um the the Sawway. It's the Sawway cult. Yeah. Uh, you talking about the tattoo on the wrist? Yeah, the yes. tattoo on the wrist. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't think I of can't it right think now. Of it now. Yeah. And you know, there's people like listening no, to this, like man. you know, it's this and this, you dumb idiots. You're screaming at them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I and I know this. I know this. I just can't think of it right now. It's horror fan, huh? You call yourself a fan? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm I'm ha- I'm having. God dang it. You know, I'm going to look at it. Oh, right it's on now. the tip of my tongue, too. I can't. But you know what? That was th- those. Anything after part four and five? You know, I like five was good. It's called Thorn. Yeah. Thorn. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Thorn. Yes. I don't know why I couldn't think of that, man. I, I was like in the middle type, typing in Halloween wrist tattoo. And as soon as I hit enter, I thought Thorn in my head. Yeah, it was the Thor yeah. group. Ah, stupid Paul Rudd. That, didn't that come in, in part five, or was that later? No, that was part six, and then that they tried to read, and then they tried to do it again with other. No, was it part four and five? Yeah, the, yeah, four, five, and six. They tried to do it in the background. The guy in the black, the guy in black. So. Oh, and they never paid it off. Yeah. Well, it depends on which cut of part six you watch. If you watch the director's cut, it gets a payoff. If you don't watch the director's cut. You're just highly disappointed. So, either oh, yeah. way, that's, that's the same way they had the cops with the stupid comedy music and stuff when they were doing stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that, oh, that was oh, it. Oh, that was it. Part six was the one that had like the radio jock DJ that was like the Howard Stern off Wish that was coming <laughs> to their town. Yeah, it, it, it was. Oh, it, it, it wasn't good. It really wasn't good. But it's so stupid. I like it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, You're but self-deprecating but, bastard. Like, but to kind of trace it back to uh, Houston Horror and Film Fest, the star of parts four, five, and the remakes will be there. Daniel Harris will be there. Absolutely, they were last year, and uh, yeah, we got Danielle and uh, and uh, not Chris, Taylor Scout. Uh, Taylor, yeah, Scout Taylor Compton. She's going to be there. She's uh, she's amazing, man. Both of them are. Uh, get your photo ops while they can. They're already selling out fast. <laughs> I- oh, I'll wow. say this. I'll say this: When I went to te- when I went to my first Texas Frightmare, Daniel Harris, Taylor Scout, and a third girl were all there promoting the Halloween remake, and they were there doing signing autographs at forty bucks per girl to get to get the autograph for the poster. But this was before a trailer had ever been released. There was no trailer. There was no nothing. The only thing we knew was that there was a Halloween coming out, mm. and so you had so you had that really basic, simple like outline of the of the hand with the with the knife silhouette poster. Mm-hmm. That they would all sign for 100 for 120 bucks, but wow. you didn't know if it was going to be good or not. You you had no idea of what was going to happen. You just had to take a wild guess and have a good bank account for that 120 to get a poster. 
And right. I remember them sitting there and they wouldn't allow anybody to talk to them. They wouldn't allow anybody to do anything with them unless you were buying the autographs. And it kind of sucked. So, wow. Yeah. Like that, that was probably the, one of the worst parts of that Frightmare was that they had them so guarded, but they wouldn't, you didn't know anything about the movie. You didn't really know anything about that movie because this is before trailer. This is before even uh, like Entertainment Weekly pictures or anything. And yeah. Yeah, that would make it difficult for me to spend the What year was that? Hours. 2008. That was in 2008. Okay. okay. May May of 2008. So, yeah, yeah, it was it was really weird, but I remember them all three being there and I'm like, "Man, but I want to know what I want I want to see the trailer first. I know. I I don't have that money. I'm I was still in the college at that time. I you know. <laughs> for hey, sure. what's going on? Yeah. I'm sure they had right. a ton of people do it though. I only saw five people carrying around the poster. Really? No kidding. I only saw five at that time. So those are the true uh, hardcore fans. Aaron. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. So, but yeah. So yeah. Halloween. Uh, what else you got? Well, you know, I got to say another one of my favorite people that we've had at a uh, Houston horror film festival. Um, he comes from the indie horror scene uh-huh. and um, shout out to Drew Marvick. That dude is amazing. Oh, he's great. He, he gives, he, he gives warm hugs. Yeah, he does give warm hugs. He's, uh, <laughs> his personality, his uh, social media, he's entertaining every day. I don't know if you guys follow Drew Marvick on uh, Facebook I and do. Instagram, but you should. I do. Oh, yeah, I follow him. I'm Actually, um, a few months or weeks ago, I did like a death metal picture of him, like a death metal illustration of him. I saw that. That was that amazing, was, by the way. That was me. I did one for him, and I did one for, Very uh, cool. for uh, Bloody Bill. I did yeah, one for him yeah. and for Bloody Bill. Billy so, yeah. Pond, yeah, yeah, Billy Pond. So yeah, he's Drew Marvel cool too, man. He's awesome. Full Party Massacre is is a, such a fun movie. Yeah, it's for sure, such a good movie. Yeah, I want to have him on eventually with us just to talk horror and stuff. Definitely, uh, because yeah, he's... I know Scott Fontenot would like to get on here with you too, brother. Oh hey, you know what? If he if he's listening to this, if he's listening to this, Scott, hit me up. Hit me up, bro. Hit Holler up. at your boys. Holler at us. We will have you on, and we will talk horror with you too. We, we we will definitely do that. Scott's the man. So, are you saying that uh, Drew Marvick will be out there for a Houston Horror uh, Film Fest? Uh, you, you know, I don't have that confirmed yet. I have a sneaky suspicion, but I don't I don't know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, no breaking I mean, news here. Huh? Right. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go buy a ticket if uh, if he's gonna be there because yeah, he's so much, he's so much fun. He's cool, man. He's so much. Yeah, he, he's a lot of fun. Uh, I've met him at Texas Frightmare a few times, and he's always been a really cool guy. So that, and I know uh, lately, uh, me and him have been like he'll tag his picture when he's drinking coffee, and I respond back with my with myself drinking coffee as well to kind of you know show you know the, dr- the coffee drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, That's awesome. he, he's always he's always a fun guy. He's definitely fun. So so what are the, so what are the other some of your favorite horror movies? Some of my other favorite horror movies, uh, yeah. The Gate. That movie scared me when I was a kid, man. Anything that really kind of uh, caught my attention as a kid mm-hmm. and uh, scared me, and uh, it, it just it gave me this like anxiety at night where I didn't want to sleep. But then I, you know, when I finally went to sleep, I woke up and I, I wanted. I had to wake up and like to watch horror movies. My, I was not <laughs> allowed to watch them at my house. I had to I had to yep. sneak up in the middle of the night and go watch HBO. <laughs> late at night and uh you know watch the friday the 13th or whatever i caught yeah. gate, the gate one night i think it was on showtime or something like that when i was 
real little. And um, oh man, I didn't get any sleep that night. Oh, um, yeah. So anything like that, that just kind of it just kind of fed into my you know um, my love of horror. And it's 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 I don't know. It, it, once it's in you, it doesn't leave you. So that that is very true. That is, like once you get that, once you watch that one that catches you, you're you're hooked. Uh-huh. You're definitely. I want to meet Joe Dante. Uh, he's still alive, right? Amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's still yeah alive. I think so. Okay, okay, he's still alive. I want to tell him about how I how much how much I love the Gremlins, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But Gremlins forced me for a big part of my childhood into my teenage years to sleep with my legs folded Indian, quote unquote, crisscross applesauce Indian style. However you want to say, well, I'm sorry, 2022 crisscross applesauce. I. <laughs> Hey man, look, I'm just trying to cover my base. I ain't trying to hurt nobody's feelings. So, hey, well, then don't watch Yellowstone. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. I was just, I want to tell him, hey man, I love how your movies ruined it, my ability to sleep like a normal child <laughs> for you know my whole entire childhood. Right, right. I absolutely love Gremlins. It's a great oh, movie to watch. Yeah, because my kid. my imagination again, like I was just like I'd be laying in bed. This is you know when you're a kid, your mom don't let you stay up and keep the TV on when you go to bed, right? So you're sitting there. And it's dead ass silent. The house, every little sound, yeah. it's like your eyes go boop, and you're just like, "Whoa, what the hell's that?" Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so, like every time sure. I hear something, I would, I, I, in my mind's eye, I'd see the, like the little, you know, stripe down there with those little fingers, just knee, trying to get my feet. <laughs> Fuck me up, man. That's what they do. But yeah, Joe Dante, <laughs> John, Joe Dante would be really cool to to see. That he he'd be good. That would be a neat one to get. That'd be oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I think one guy I wish I would have got his autograph, but I didn't. But I ended up talking to him for about an hour and a half. Is uh, Nathan Basil from uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise yeah. of Leslie Vernon? I talked to him and I didn't get his autograph. Whoops. And I always kick myself for not doing that because the guy is super smart. Um, su- he's really nice. He was answering all kinds of questions and everything. And that character in that movie was just so. It, it wasn't original. But it was, Brilliant. but they took, but they took something and made it original. They took something yeah. and made it original. And yeah, just that, that's, that's one of my all time favorite movies. Um, and Nathan Basil, I think was a great guy. Uh, and I just haven't had, I just haven't had the opportunity to meet him again. Uh, I met him once in San Antonio. Ah, it'll come around. He'll be coming to Texas soon. I'm sure. I, I hope so. I really hope so. I, I really do. But it's whether it's cult or. Yeah, one of the three. It's one of the three. Hopefully, um, it's a great movie. Yeah, actually, haven't I only I saw it for the first time I think three years ago. I don't know how it I missed it on the radar, but a good friend of mine, Sean Gilmore. I don't know if you know him or not, but yeah, huge horror collector, and uh, yeah, he uh, he he handed the DVD to me and said, "You need to watch this." And I was like, you know, I checked it out. <laughs> and it's different and uh, very cool movie. Well, yeah, like going back to that uh, 2008 Texas Frightmare, Anchor Bay was there. They're there and they're doing they're doing a, a giveaway. If you answer a trivia question, you got a handful of movies or you got a few DVDs. And I answered a question and he gave me a stack of movies and that was in there. But at oh, that wow. time, the cover didn't look cool. The cover looked kind of cheesy and kind of bad. So I didn't uh, I didn't give it much thought. And so finally, it was one day I was out of school. I was out of class and I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to watch this movie. If it sucks, there's the movie exchange up the street. If it doesn't suck, you know, I'll keep it and add it to my collection. And I'm watching it and I'm like, and I'm like, this is just really, this is really good. 
and I was hooked. And I was like, man, this this is awesome. This is an awesome movie. And every time somebody would talk about a movie, I'm like, have you seen this movie? You need to watch it. It's low budget. You know, you've, you've probably never heard of it. It's got the it's got the one older it's got the one sister from Home Alone. She's in there. Watch it. You will like it. And yeah, it's just a great movie. Just a great Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. That's how that's how I heard of it. Was Aaron was preaching the uh, the gospel of all things Lizzie Vernon, and then I finally they brought it. I was like, okay, I see what you mean. <laughs> it's different. It's very different. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very different. Smart. But yeah, that, but yeah, that's one of the guys. I, I that's that's one of the guys I want to re meet again. Uh, just. He was such a cool guy when I met him at that one time. Uh, so hopefully, where it was that? To... It was at a convention. It was at a poorly done convention out of San Antonio called Horror No Terror Expo. It was called okay. Terror Expo. It was by the same people who put together uh, the Alamo City Comic Con. Okay, they wanted to have a convention, uh, one at the beginning of summer and one at the end of summer, and. The only problem is that is that they invested a whole bunch of money into all these guests that because they brought in a lot of people, like a lot of big hits they brought in. Unfortunately, they didn't advertise. They didn't promote it. They didn't do anything. So you had you had um, Robert Ungland. You had Kane Hodder. You had Elvira. You had Herschel from The Walking Dead. You had Nathan Basil. You had Sid Haig, Bill Mosley. Uh, <clears throat> you had uh uh crap two of the cenobites from part three nice. um you had um uh crap yeah he had one of the andes from the chucky series from the chucky uh movies um and this was this was 2015 or 2016 okay okay and uh yeah you had all these like kind of semi big name you know these big names in horror and there, the convention was dead. It was completely dead. That's mind blowing. Yeah. Oh kidding. yeah. I. Oh yeah. I. I was. I was like because because I. I literally sat and me and my friend, we sat and talked to Bill Mosley and said, "Hey, for about forty five minutes," because there's nobody in line. Nobody wow. was coming up to see them because there's nobody there. And you said Robert that's England was there too. Robert England and Elvira had the biggest lines. Oh, I'm sure. Of course. Yeah. The, the, those who had the biggest lines and yeah, th yeah, there was like no, it was like, yeah, there's nobody else there. Uh, Ken Fourier was there too. Yeah. Uh, well, so yeah, Joe you had Grizzly all, was there. Joe Grizzly was there. Oh, so awesome. he, Love that so, guy. So you had all these people there and there's nobody that there's no fans because they didn't promote it. They didn't promote wow, it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got shit canned for that one, man. That makes no sense. And to make it and to make it kind of worse is that there's only maybe a total of like maybe 20 vendors there selling stuff. Yeah, so again, it was it was a small convention that had star power, but no promotion. There's wow. there, there's nobody. And only yeah, 20 vendors. vendors. Yeah, and only it was only around 20 vendors. That's not so, enough vendors. And like I'll say this: the biggest or the the biggest, I guess, most popular vendor there was Paul Bearer Press. That like they were like who is a great yeah we love Paul yeah. Bear Press yeah Paul Bear Press is amazing I'm not I'm not talking down to them or anything like that yeah yeah but I mean with with them with Paul Bear Press being there T-shirt Joe was there as well and then you mm -hmm. had uh, all those horror icons there are no fans because they didn't yeah. know about it Nobody shout out to Joe us. Garcia we love you Joe Garcia oh T-shirt Joe's awesome he, he, he's amazing <laughs> I mean or uh, or our Mexican uh, Ronnie James Dio. 
yeah. he, he's he's amazing. <laughs> yeah, he he's always cool. I, I love yeah, Joe. For I, sure. I, I always fast custom shirts. Yes, I, I, I got, I got plenty of his shirts, man. He's got some good stuff. Yeah, he does definitely. So yeah, it it, it was yeah, it was just depressing that convention. And this yeah, is when that I, sounds like it. Actually, I wish I was kind of in attendance there. I could have got a lot. I'm really not looking forward to getting in Robert England's line um, at Frightmare at the end of the month. Oh, no. I already know what I'm in for. Luckily, yeah. I'm going there Thursday night, so I'm going to probably go camp out in where his line starts around 2 o'clock on Friday before people start showing up. So, Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> Bring a cool, bring a cooler and bring some extended yeah. batteries for your phone. I have yeah. an amazing uh, uh, Freddy uh, Part Two bust made by Paul Bailey that I would like to uh, to get signed over there. And you know his, his lines are going to be pushing six, probably even close <laughs> to seven, eight, even even longer this year. I expect it's going to be packed over there. Oh, it's yeah. going to be ugly. No, it, it it it's it will. It always is. It's yeah. especially if Mondo if Mondo is going to be back there again this year. It's going to be packed. The, the lines yeah. are going to be crazy because I know Mondo always has a long line just to deal with them. And then you have the celebrities that are going to be there too. So it's, it's always something, something big. <clears throat> so they kind of start edging toward the end of the, the episode and everything for Houston horror film fest. I'm just going to read off some of the names that we, that, that are coming because we haven't really talked, talked about the guests, um, all of the list, the names that you have up or that are up on the website. So, so far, there's some, there's some great names that are about to be announced that I'm, yeah. I, I'm sworn to secrecy. So, okay. Well, <laughs> uh, going off the website, of I'm going off the website. We got CJ Graham. And if you don't know who him, he's Jason from the Jason Lives movie. So, he's a big hulking man. He's a big dude. Um, he's going to be there. Uh, you've got Rachel True from The Craft. And I'm just going to say this I've seen Rachel out at Texas Frightmare and other conventions. She has not aged. Or if she has aged, you wouldn't know because she yeah, she's still beautiful. Looks I'm excited to meet yes. her. She's amazing. That's one of my big big ones for for this. Is it was Rachel True? Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, she yeah she's she's amazing. She's I'm uh, excited about her. Uh, I, I'm just gonna say this that uh, if Brandon from Colt 45 had uh, was no had heard about this, he would probably be there first in line for her. Yeah, uh, right. He, I think yeah, he's yeah. I think he's got a big cr- crush on her still. She's, yeah, got this, so. she's got that Stacy Dash thing going on. You just <laughs> doesn't doesn't age. She just doesn't, doesn't age. age, man. And then you have leather one of the leather faces, Andrew Brzezinski. Brynarski, yeah. Oh, Brynarski. Sorry. Um, if you go back, speaking again of Colt Forty Five, if you go back and listen to Brandon's interview of with Andrew, and he talks about the panel that he did at Comic Palooza with Andrew. It is crazy. Yeah. He he played he played Leatherface. He also played Zangief in the Street Fighter movie. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, w- I would say go back and listen to Colt 45's Patreon episodes where he talks about Andrew and the story that must not be told outside of Patreon. And enjoy <laughs> that. Just enjoy oh, that. Shit. Okay. Oh I'm yeah. To go. I, uh, yeah, probably I probably haven't heard that then. That doesn't ring a bell. I gotta no. check that out. Yeah. yeah he's go gotta he's gotta Quite a quite a resume of movies too. Like the longest, <laughs> not the longest yard, excuse me, but the, uh, any given Sunday. Yeah, um, yeah. He's a he's a real big guy. Obviously, yeah, he, he, he's a, he played Leatherface two thousand three. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's real big guy. He's he's a party animal. Definitely a party animal. Um, <clears throat> Child's Play one and two, or Child's Play one. We got Alex. We got Alex Vincent. 
Andy, mm-hmm. if you don't know. Yep. Uh, he's a pretty cool guy. I, I've seen him once or twice before. He's really cool. Uh, Christina Lease from Child's Play 2. She was the stepsister. Amazing. We're, we're know, happy to have them. <laughs> uh, she, she, she was great in the, she was great in the Trekkie series. She was really good. For I, sure. I enjoyed For her sure. character coming back. Uh, speaking again, Halloween remake, we got Daniel Harris and Scott Taylor Compton. They're going to be there, mm-hmm. which is, you know, great. Uh, yeah, there. I know they're. I know Daniel has made the rounds for horror conventions. Scout Taylor, I haven't really seen her much make the rounds, but it's always cool to see them both there. Uh, so that's going to be pretty cool. And then she's strikingly beautiful in real life. <laughs> yes, she is. You wouldn't know until you see her there. I'm sorry, Scout, if you're listening, but as soon as you see her in person, wow. Yes, she's gorgeous. She, 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 <laughs> yeah, she, she still is. I've seen her on Instagram. But she yes, still is. And this this one kind of surprised this next one kind of surprised me. And this is what got my attention because I've never seen this guy do conventions. I've never seen him pop up anywhere. And this Tom Arnold. Like he, he was in know, Freddy's right? Dead. I know. He was in Fre- <laughs> he was in Freddy's Dead. He was in a few other movies, True Lies and all that. But Tom Arnold is going to what be at this convention. Surprise. Very much surprised. I was not ex- <clears throat> I was not expecting him at all to 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 be there. I that that's for me, wait. Yeah, what's he going to be promoting? What's it? Like, is oh, I'm he with a, you. A, is he like in a new film or something? New series? I don't know. I mean, he's in Freddy's Dead, and I, that's the yeah. only horror movie I could think of is that one. Yeah, I can't think of that, that's the only one I can think of. I don't think he's lined up or anything, but uh, hmm. but yeah. uh, he, he seems to be a draw. So nice. Let's, awesome. let's bring him in. So yeah, that's that's something. And then you have you know David Bourne from Texas Chainsaw. Um, you, you got you got the little you got the little kid the 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 little sister from uh, Hereditary, another Isn't movie that something another movie that's also kind of that's a twenty four right Hereditary a twenty four yeah mm-hmm. yeah another one another one of my ones that I'm excited about you, you know what I saw Hereditary I just I didn't get it I didn't like well I, I take that back I got it I just wasn't entertained yeah you know, I get I that a lot of people weren't I just wasn't entertained but but I did love Midsummer I love Midsummer thought that was great. <laughs> Yeah, I, well. Hereditary. I loved all three. Yeah, the witch. I loved all three of them. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Millie Shapiro. That that's that's the name. Uh, she will be there. Which mm-hmm. I think now she looks completely different than what she looked from, like in uh, Hereditary. Doesn't look the same. She does. She does. She's growing up a little bit. I so, mean, there's definitely a resemblance. Yeah, semi resemblance, but uh, she hit puberty, and you know, she's she's. Look, she looks different now. So she's falling up her own. Yeah, like just kind of like that, kind of like that goofy kid from a, like a was it not road trip? Uh, the he, he's gonna be Adam Warlock in the Guardians Three. The like the oh yeah, you're talking about oh no, he, he, like, he, he, yeah, he was a Maze Runner. He was in that one trip where the with Jennifer Aniston where they're trying to smuggle drugs across the border. Um, he looks Him, like he, he, yeah. he looks like the human version of Sid from Toy Story. <laughs> and and yeah, he he went from looking goofy looking to looking somewhat better now, and he's going to be Adam Warlock. So that's again, once you hit that, once you hit puberty, you start looking better for some of these people. Uh, so uh, moving along, you got Marshall uh, Virtue from Valentine. That's the yeah. mass killer, right? That's the the yep. cherub. That's the cherub killer. That's the cherub killer. So nice. yeah, you got Dolly from Dragula. That's mm-hmm. I've, I've I think I've seen him before someplace else, but uh, you, you should uh, the, the amount of likes that our our uh, uh, 
our Facebook page got when we posted him mm-hmm. was insane. Um, really? Apparently, that's going to be a big draw for us. Well, do you think it's just people well, who I'm, have clown I'm sure fetishes? We're going to sell a lot of photo ops with him. <laughs> well, there are people who have a lot of clown fetishes, and so I think that will uh, <laughs> drag them in. Yeah. Well, and then good. this one, this this next one is something that honestly, if until I saw the movie, I wouldn't have wanted anything. But I loved his version of the character. That I, th- this this one also got my attention too. And that's Michael Hargrove. You don't know yes. who he is. He's the, he's the latest candy. He was the latest. Uh, what, what, how would you call it? Like the legacy character of Candyman. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't really say too much because there are still some people who have not seen the new Candyman that need to see it. And I'm using the term legacy character because when you watch it, you'll understand. Yeah, you'll you'll understand. But mm. he's His in character there. was great on the new movie. Yes, very good. That. I know people. A lot of people don't like Jordan Peele for his style of his take of his horror, but I like this Candyman. I, I like to get out. Um, I have yet. I, I just got Paramount, so I'm going to check out his uh, Twilight Zone series to see how that is. Um, the, his only, to me, his only blemish is the, is the movie Us. I didn't like it. I agree. Uh, that's the I only loved, one I don't like. Yeah, that's the only one I don't like was, was Us. But I loved Get Out. I loved uh, this Candyman. That was really good. So to see the to see the character there, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm down for that. I would definitely yeah. want to meet him. And so now you've got some uh, House of Thousand Corpses alumni. You got Walter uh, Phelan, Phelan. for Jocelyn. Absolutely, very cool, right there. All Rob Zombie fans come out. Yeah, yeah, Go, come see them. Come see those characters. Come see these actors. I mean, they're they're going to be there. Uh, then we got Terry Meacham from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, Pam, Pam, yeah, that was Pam. Yeah, uh, Tiffany Sheps, Sheps or Shepis from uh, Victor Crowley. Yep. And despite what people think, I am not Brian Q. I do not get royalties <laughs> from Victor Crowley the movie. I do not get royalties <laughs> from Impractical Jokers. I do not get royalties sure? from Tell Him Steve Dave. Yes, I am sure. I've I've been in the same room with Brian Quinn, and there's picture proof of that. I am not him. <laughs> but Tiffany Sheffis from Victor Crowley will be there. And then we got, and, and now this, the, this next guest, again, I would have never thought of this person at all, but it's really cool because I remember seeing this movie and uh, Casper in the 90s. If you're yeah. a young kid who, who read Goosebumps, you probably saw Casper, the movie, with yeah. Christina Ricci. So you got yeah, Kathy Moriarty. Who was the the uh, the lady trying to get rid of the ghosts in the house to get the treasure? She wanted it out there, and she's going to be at a Houston Horror Film Fest. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And you got John Abrams. If you don't know who he is, then you probably don't remember Scary Movie, the, the first one. Yeah, he was the boyfriend <laughs> in Scary Movie. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he was the one trying to get with Cindy. That yeah, was that so. was the one with the, the the freezer scene, right? Yes. In the in the meat locker or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. How can we Absolutely. forget? No, 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 like no, no, no. The bed scene where you like uh, the 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 shooting like after he cuts the bush, he goes flying into the the ceiling. The boyfriend. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scary movie. The boyfriend from Scary Movie. So I'm, uh, I'm just saying, for some reason, was it part <laughs> one or part two where he was getting the handy in the free, in the freezer? That was part two. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That was part two. All right. Never mind. That's gotcha. part two. <laughs> uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, you got Mark Patton. You know, Ooh, that's the, the, pretty one, cool, yeah. the one movie that gets 
the most hate in that series as well as the most love in that series. It's either you hate it or very, you love very it. Divided. Yeah, very divided. <laughs> very yeah. divided. Very divided. And then you have a cult movie, Popcorn. You got Jill uh, Sholin. Sholin? Mm-hmm. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, popcorn. 80s is horror. Up. Yeah, you love it. Pop- 80s horror. Popcorn's a, popcorn's a great undiscovered cult classic of a movie. It is, it's very underrated. I know it got re-released on Blu-ray recently with, I think, I think it was through a uh, shot factory. I want to say shot. Factory, I think so. Yeah. Or Severin or one of the ones. And it's such a good movie. It needs, it needs more attention to it. Um, if you can find that movie, go watch it. You, you will definitely like it. It has the, one of the most memorable box arts with the skeleton pulling away the mask uh, full of popcorn, like the face mask full of popcorn. It's really cool looking. Uh, it's definitely one to watch, uh, but she's going to be there. Jill's going to be there. And then finally cool. on the list, finally on the list, you've got Leslie Dean from 976 Evil. She was the girlfriend from 976 Evil. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Director was Robert England on that one. He was. Yep. That's pretty dope. He definitely was. So, I mean, the guest list you have right now is really good. I'm really liking what I'm seeing. And, Definitely, and like I was telling you before the show, like before we start recording, that um, whenever me, Chris, and our group went to go see uh, Infinity War at the Marquee, the theater at the Marquee, when we were coming out, we saw this uh, this little stand promoting Houston Horror Film Fest. Oh, no we kidding! Were, yeah, and and we were like, we we're like, hey, let's go check it out. We want to go check it out, and but we didn't get to. We talked about doing it, and I think one of us even won free tickets to it. Well, we just couldn't make it. We weren't able to make oh, it. Oh, that's it a shame. You weren't, you weren't at the last year's? No, it was not. I was Dude, not. adulting is you a You got to fix that this year. Yeah, I got kids, man. It's 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 hard. Unless it's family friendly. Unless it's family friendly, it's hard. Uh, because one kid, she, my daughter, she's not a big fan of it. My son, I think he likes it, but he doesn't understand it. So... Until he's able to kind of understand what's actually happening in the movie, I got to kind of keep him away from it. Yeah, but he loves yeah, it. No, but, totally but, 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 but I mean, he, he enjoys Scooby-Doo. He enjoys uh, 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 like the, like the, Courage, the Cow- Courage the Cowardly Dog. You know, some of these spooky, the, these more spookier cartoons, he, he likes it. I know he, somehow he was able to get a hold of like the Addams Family cartoon series. And okay. he's, he's been loving that. So, oh, nice. um, so he's, he's getting there, but I need to kind of have him understand the the concept of horror before For he sure. doesn't understand what he's watching. So, yeah, there's always that. But like, but yeah, I do want to attend. I, I would love to attend. Um, but yeah, it just comes down to the cost to go, as well as finding uh, sitters and stuff to attend this thing because it Absolutely. is local. And I and I always support local stuff. I'm, I'm always a big supporter of local stuff. So. It looks great. And it's July 22nd through the 24th. Yes. Uh, at the Houston Marriott, West, the West Chase Marriott, which yeah, is actually, yeah, that's, that's like 10 minutes away from me. That's like literally 10 minutes away. If even less, even less. So I'm gonna have to go check it out. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I'm we'd gonna love have to, to have you there. It. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to. So, ah, <laughs> uh, these, the guests, the guest list is pretty cool. So. Oh yeah, man. It's solid. Definitely solid. It's definitely solid list. Chris, you think about you want to attend or me? Of course. I mean, I just gotta let me know. Uh, you know, when we're gonna, you know, what day we want to go and stuff like that. Because what two days? 
It's a, yeah, it's a twenty no, three day. Three day. Twenty second, twenty third, twenty fourth. Okay. Yeah, whichever day you want to land on, man. You you if you want to go, go check it uh, out. Yeah. Go check it out. Man, I'm definitely. I might be able to get my mother in law to go because. Oh yeah. She's a horror fan. Hey, bring awesome. in bring in Cindy too. She, she says she likes yeah, the no stuff. Kidding. That's right. That's right. It's a big family that. feel out there. You guys, it's just like a big horror <laughs> family, you know. <laughs> Definitely. Exactly. Definitely. So, uh, Joe, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Yes, uh, thank you for me. Is there anything you want to plug right now? Go ahead and plug anything you want to do right now. Plug the group. Plug where they can find you. Plug the plug the show or the uh, the, the, the event. Go ahead. Houston Horror, Horror Film Festival official Facebook group. Come check it out. Come join us. Uh, Houston Horror community facebook group come join us if you if you guys are local here in houston uh we're we're, we're just trying to build the biggest horror family you know uh we, we try to do uh group events and uh any, anything that we can do uh, there's a, there's gonna be uh i don't know if i can say this yet but uh we've been doing the pop-up markets too the the one day events and uh mm -hmm. there may be a whole lot more um I don't know if I can say it or not right now, but well, uh, well just to kind of uh, give you a heads up, this episode probably won't come out for for at least six, five to six days from now. So, okay. if you think that's past the time of announcement, you can go ahead and say it. If not, uh, no, uh, it's not the past. I just know. Okay. I know that we're okay. we're looking at a. Uh, we used to have them like uh, well, you know, we'd have the big one in uh, in uh, June. It was last year. This year yeah. it'll be July. Um, and then we had um, maybe three or four pop-up markets uh, uh, going on throughout the year, which has been amazing because it, it gives it gives the horror fans something to do throughout the year. You know, you're not waiting for one once a year. Yes. Or you know, I, um, we're we're looking at maybe. I mean, we have the uh, we have Bob Elmore coming up at Misfit Toys. Uh, oh, I forget get the date it's coming up in 20 days from today guys i don't remember the date off the top of my head but uh come meet bob um, elmore from uh leatherface from part two he was a stunt uh, stunt leatherface um yeah. gonna be a lot going on that day it's it's, a, it's gonna be a get together and then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try to i hope i don't get in trouble we're gonna try to pull uh once a month uh <laughs> once a month uh events going on so every, yeah. every month we can all get together and um, as horror fans and uh enjoy our enjoy the things that we do so yes the vendors yes, everything we, be, we, we love our vendors we've got a lot of vendor friends you know uh we got a lot of podcasters that we're friends with obviously mm -hmm. and guys thank you for having me too man uh, oh, no we, problem. I really appreciate it no problem yeah thanks for coming on again and <laughs> if you want to if you want that announcement for that leatherface they should go to that uh facebook group you know houston horror film fest and Absolutely. you'll get all the announcements at the top of both of them you'll get all those announcements yeah and misfit toys montrose the montrose location montrose okay if so you can give they me find, a second you, i can look that's no problem well are you on instagram or like like where can they find you if you find me on well oh, i'm on my regular uh i'm on regular facebook is joe denton but if you want to find me on instagram uh monster in my room um that's where I uh, I kind of show off my horror collection and <laughs> fun stuff like that. Awesome, nice. awesome. And again, man, thank you for coming on. Thank you for yes, you know. Thank you so much talking oh, with man. us and everything. You yeah, bet. thanks I, for having me. Yeah, and I plan to have Scott on because, uh, yeah. Again, I've not. The thing is, is that I've sort of worked. I was sort of part of the same company with Scott when I was when I was a part of Comic Palooza. He was right. also there as well. But we never really interacted much. We never really interacted right. much. 
And oh, he'd so, be interested, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And and the thing is that I think the last year I was there at Comcluza, I scheduled his podcast. I was one. I was the person who was doing all the podcast scheduling for mm-hmm. that. And uh, he seemed okay with the with the spot I gave him. I guess I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> I hope I hope he was okay with it. But yeah, I definitely want to have him on too. And I would definitely want to have Drew Marvick on. Yeah, he's always a really cool guy. Absolutely. I want to have him on. And uh, yeah, so again, yeah, thank you for joining us. Uh, and yeah, like, we'll like we'll we'll share the link to like you know when when this episode drops, we'll share the link to the the Facebook group. We'll do all of that. That way, we could drive traffic to there to really promote oh, this thing you. because. I'm because this when I saw this thing a few years ago, this is it's always been on the back of my mind. I want to attend. I want to go to this because I love horror. Um, horror is my life, even though I'm the one of four people in this household that's like living that life. Uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a thing that I want to attend. So I'm gonna do my damnness to try to make it out there. And if Chris oh, goes man. with me, get out there if you can. Awesome. I'm going to try my mm-hmm. damnness to get out there. Man, so, let me tell you the after parties, the VIP parties. They're insane. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, if VIP tickets are still available, uh, uh, hey, they if Keanu, are not, unfortunately. Uh, well, then, well, then, okay, then. Well, he was <laughs> saying, though, if you did <laughs> have a ticket, if you did yeah, have a ticket, they went pretty fast. And, and you know, they usually do. Um, best, best thing to do, best advice I can give you if you, if you ever want to attend one of these shows, VIP, mm-hmm. um, get them early. As soon as you hear it announced, you know, if you're able to get them because they're going to yeah. go. Hey, Sounds like wise it, words, Jeez. wise words, wise words. Every, there's a lot of horror conventions that when they have the VIP and they announce it, they always sell out pretty quickly. Uh, I know Frightmare does has sells out quickly. I've uh, never for, been able to get my hands on one of those. I had one friend who got one by accident because he clicked the wrong tab <laughs> when you're buying your tickets. Really? So he got the VIP. And he didn't realize what he did until he got the until he got his credit card statement in. And the wife was like, "What's this three hundred dollar charge?" Right. I thought the ticket. I, I thought the tickets were seventy. Why right. is there three hundred dollar charge? And it's for the VIP. Yeah, uh, so those are the those ones are high. Yeah, like even Horror Hound and all the other ones uh, that that are out there throughout the country, especially to the uh, the East Coast. Woo! Those are uh, <laughs> Walker Stalker Con. Those those VIP tickets. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. But yeah, thank you again for coming on. And I know my co my host is going to ask you a question because you're local to Houston, and it involves a, it involves a Houston <laughs> staple. So before we end this episode, I know he's going to ask you this, yay or nay, Chris, go ahead. Joe, Poncho's Mexican Buffet, good restaurant or great restaurant or terrible restaurant? Poncho's Mexican Buffet. Where is it located? I don't. I've, I've never even exactly. He doesn't what? know you've never been to Ponchos and you live mm-hmm. in Houston? What, what part of Houston? Uh, well, they, no, well, there's like two of them left. So well, there one. were plenty. There were plenty. Not anymore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know what? You know, I've, I have heard about it, but I've never eaten there. Oh, man. You got to, man. You got to do it once. It's part uh, of it. You know, I your, love Mexican food. I, I try to eat at every Mexican food place I can go to. Well, like, <laughs> exactly. You say that until you eat there, and when, once you do your stomach, your stomach's going to be like one and done. Oh, okay. Aaron's just drinking a lot of hatery, man. Don't listen to that. <laughs> no, like, no, you raise the flag for silver peas and you raise the flag to surrender your stomach. It's not a fun uh, time. Right. Aaron's got. Aaron, look, there, there's a lot of people who suffer from IBS. There's no shame in admitting it. It's okay. It's, a, it's yeah. just a thing that people have. It's all right. It's fine. Yeah, and, ter- and terrible bad poncho syndrome, IBS. 
<laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so we, we have to ask. We have to ask. All right, yeah, he has sure. to ask. So with that being said, you know, again, thanks for joining us. Yes. Hopefully, we'll be back again next week with with more front row negative craziness. Heck yeah. yeah. I'm Aaron. Well, I am that boy, Chris. And we had Joe Denton on. And thank you for listening. Uh, and we just remember, always unfollow, never unfriend. And until next time, uh, fuck punk. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.